0: Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Sophie. Hope everyone's doing well. Weekly podcast. We're back and we're talking about bullying this week, but not the typical bullying, because I really think we've given that a lot of attention across the nation. It's become the focus. But in general, bullying has been around for many years. It's just a power basic differential between two people, whether it's a husband and a wife, or it's a uh, two kids, two children on a playground, whatever it is, to women shopping, it's a power differential from an emotional standpoint, but it's gotten a lot of attention because I think it's ramped up to the point where there's serious injury at times or parents and the zero tolerance issue has brought it to the attention a lot quicker of officials and, and those people. But in general, it's long standing and it's part of our history because as the animals we are, we like to bully. And I think the issue is that we have to take a look at that and we have to be able to control that and be aware of it. But the issue of bullying today that I want to talk about is based on an article that was online from ABC News, and it's about a 14-year-old girl who was being bullied, quote unquote, about her ears and her face and some, you know, things that she was born with, whether it's you know, She didn't like it or whatever the issue is. The bottom line is it wasn't the result of being hit while she was being bullied or in a fight or any of that kind of stuff. And so it's kind of misleading because it looks like she then ended up having plastic surgery that was given to her as a donation from a foundation that helps children with facial issues by giving them the connection to plastic surgery and, and paying for it, basically. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. What do you guys think about that? Is that really the scars of a bully and they have to be fixed? Or is this someone age appropriately having a struggle with their physical appearance and should really be given other tools to kind of work through it? So that's our topic for today. Bullying and the scars, are they just superficial? Are they deeper? And what really are the scars of bullying versus what is stuff you're born with, and you should just learn to deal with, so we're talking bullying today, one eight five five Sophie now, or one eight five five seven six seven four nine six six every caller gets a free copy of my book side by side one eight five five Sophie now or 4966 seven six seven four nine six six we're talking bullying again, I want to refresh everyone's mind that bullying typically when you think of it, is really an unwanted, aggressive kind of behavior by somebody usually among school-age children, between each other. And it's a power differential or imbalance. So there's a one child who feels they're empowered and they're tough and they're verbal and aggressive, and they find somebody who is bothered by that. And bothered, I mean they see that that other person physically gets anxious, gets avoidant, moves away, shuts down, gets teary, gets shaky, whatever it is. But when they see that weaker person or that person that they perceive emotionally or physically weaker, then they pounce. And that's what bullying is. It doesn't actually have to be where one is hitting the other, but that's also part of it sometimes. And so that leads me to tell you there are several kinds of bullying. There's that verbal bullying. There's the social bullying. Sometimes re- It's sometimes referred to as uh, putting someone's reputation on the line, talking about them in a b- very bullying manner, whether they're present or not. And then the third kind is the physical kind of bullying where you're pushing somebody and you're either provoking them and you hit them and you want them to hit you back and you know that the power differential goes to a place where they're not able to because they're either they're physically not as big or strong or scared or frightened. And then you get to, you know, hit on them. And so bullying, no matter how it. How it rears its face, is physical, it's emotional, and it can be from a talking, gossipy social standpoint. But nonetheless, it all cores around power differentials between two people. And many times, I need you to be clear about this, many times people think it's just on the school grounds. It's not just only between children. Many times, as I do a lot of my treatment with patients, some of them are on television, some of them are not, but the bottom line is it's all the same across the board. Bullying is that power differential, and it could be between a husband and a wife. It could be between a a wife and a husband. It doesn't mean that only women get bullied or only women bully or men or vice versa. It's between people, and it's a power differential that's perceived by somebody. The point is, why is that person pouncing on those people? And that's the bullying issue. That bully is finding somebody to bully because they need and have learned the only way to cope with themselves and their stuff inside is to put it onto somebody else and make somebody else cry, make somebody else sad, make somebody else scared, hurt somebody physically or emotionally to be able to get their own pain out. And that's not a good mechanism to cope. But... The article we're talking about today is a little strange to me because this is a girl who ended up getting plastic surgery because she was being bullied, but not in the technical sense. I think she was probably bullying herself. And that's what the issue is. Is this a girl who was born with stuff, facial features, things she didn't like about her physical body, not having the tools to be able to navigate through that and to maintain herself, her self-esteem, and then got the band-aid of plastic surgery and then making and building the internal tools to be able to handle when you can't or are not comfortable with a physical feature of yourself. Because my question is, what are we gonna do in five or 10 years if she ends up a little heavy set or she ends up with a scar from falling or she has a baby and she has some baby weight she can't get rid of? I mean, does she gain the tools to be able to handle this stuff if she just got plastic surgery and didn't do anything else. So we're hoping she got some other help, but I don't know. All right, let's go to some uh, live callers. Lindsay. Hi,
1: how are you? Hey, Lindsay,
0: how are you? It's Dr. Sophie. I'm good. So we're talking today about this 14-year-old girl who was in the news uh, who ended up getting plastic surgery because she wasn't comfortable when she looked in the mirror with, I think, her ears and some other facial features. It wasn't actually because she got pummeled when she was being bullied. But right. to her, she was being bullied because her friends were making fun of her and she didn't feel good about herself. What do you think about that?
1: Um, I think it's extremely horrible that, you know, just because somebody has deformities that you're going to pick on them. I mean, it's a huge thing worldwide now with this bullying. Um, but on the other token, I do think it was kind of... I wouldn't say weird, but maybe a little strange for her to go and get plastic surgery because at the end of the day, you know, yes, she fixed it on the outside.
0: Yeah. But like,
1: what is she going to do in the future? God forbid, or something else.
0: Right. That's my point. I mean, like, how do we know she might not gain some weight? She might not fall and get a scar or whatever it is. I mean, you need those inside tools to be able to navigate when you're not always comfortable with yourself. Right. So I mean do you th- what do you think I mean you're okay with the plastic surgery but there should have been maybe other tools she was given
1: I feel like you know she was very lucky to get plastic surgery a lot of people don't have that luxury and can't go through that um, but I also feel that she should talk to somebody because I think that, you know, what if she goes into school on the first day and people start bullying her for getting the plastic surgery? Like, oh, you couldn't handle yourself. Now you've got that. I definitely think there's somebody that she should talk to because there are definitely going to be more things in the future. It's probably not just going to be this one thing.
0: Yeah, and I think you make a really good point that she may think she put this to bed. Right. But she's going to walk in and have different facial features, her ears are going to be different, which is one of the things that she didn't like, and then that's going to become the new focus. The bottom exactly. line is, you're right, she needs those inside tools to be able to deal with the fact that people aren't going to always be comfortable with her, but she's got to find her place, her self-esteem, and her self-confidence. Exactly. Good for you. Thank you. No problem. Take care. Bye. So that was Lindsay. I think that's an interesting point that she brings up, which is kind of what we've been talking about today. When you're being bullied about something, being made fun of, whatever it is, there is a difference, by the way, and I want to go back to that. You need tools to be able to deal with these kinds of things, not necessarily just Band-Aids. And sometimes if we only do the outside stuff like the plastic surgery, we end up with an empty toolbox to be able to navigate when we hit a roadblock again. So, But the other point is there is a difference between actual bullying and kids making fun of other kids because part of being a kid and part of growing up and adolescence and all of that kind of fitting in and feeling comfortable comes with the territory of being made fun of sometimes. And I think all of our children will have that on some level for something. And we need to be able to empower our children with the tools to be able to navigate that. And I really want to make a point that we have to be able to give those tools that are going to be lifelong, not just quick fixes or the ability to think that a pill or a surgical procedure is in and all of itself the fix for any of that kind of stuff. So we've got to stay aware of those kinds of things because there is bullying and then there's the ad- actual adolescent kind of making fun of kid thing. And there is a difference and they need to be handled in very different ways. So. That's the issue, and that's what we're talking about today. At one eight five five Sophie now one eight five five seven six seven four nine six six. Is it really bullying, or is it really just self esteem? And we got to find other ways to handle it. Why don't we take a voicemail now? And we're talking about bullying, or is it really just self esteem? Hey,
2: Doctor Sophie. My name is Simon, and I'm calling about the girl that had the surgery. I have mixed emotions about it because she claims that she's really happy now, and on the one hand. I think to myself, well, that's all that matters. But then on the other, I think to myself, who's to say that 20, 30 years from now she's going to be happy and she won't look back and say, geez, you know, I wish I had done that. Um, I think back to myself when I was a teenager and I bought these pants that I thought were really cool and looked great, and then now I shudder to think that I actually wore those pants uh, and I think they look horrible. And, but it was easy. It's as easy as changing a pair of pants. And you could say, well, you know, surgery actually isn't something permanent. You can always have more surgeries, but we kind of know how that goes. The more surgeries you have, the less human you wind up looking. So I guess my question is, do you think there's a way to reach through to a a young person like this and, and actually try to come up with some idea of not only is this a permanent thing that, you want to do, but do you think that you really be happy with it down the road when your life has changed and your circumstances have changed, you're no longer being bullied and whatnot? So, yeah, I guess that's, uh, that's a tough question, and uh, I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts. So thank you very much.
0: That was a great question. I'm glad Simon called in, because the point that Simon's trying to make is really, she has surgery, not really convinced she's getting the internal tools and understandings of how to navigate this issue in general of self-esteem or feeling made fun of or whatever it is, and then hitting another wall later on in life and not having those tools and thinking the fix is more band-aiding, surgery, whatever it ends up being, and no internal work. Those can sometimes be the underpinnings and the makings of a disorder called somatoform disorder or body dysmorphic disorder. There's many different issues that can come out of this kind of handling of a situation like this if, and it's a big if, there's not integrated mental health treatment to this kind of stuff. So that the message to this 14-year-old girl, her friends, her family, or anybody who's reading this, that the fix is not just the surgical procedure. It is the internal procedure of mental health treatment, self-awareness, understanding how to handle these kinds of things and really doing some good mental health examinations of her ego of her self-esteem and what tools does she need because she's gonna hit other issues like we all do in life and she's gotta have those tools and reaching as for plastic surgery as the fix is obviously not going to be the answer but you know the disorders that you set yourself up for because really at the end of the day what you're ending up dealing with is this girl got anxious and angry and scared and fearful because people were making fun of her and she also didn't like those things about herself but the anxiety, the fear, all of those emotions really didn't get dealt with with any good tools or any tools that are going to be life lasting. They got handled by her seeing a physical result. Yes, that may be good on one hand, but on the other, the deeper fix is deeper work. So that's the message: deeper fix, deeper work. All right, let's take another voicemail.
3: Hey, Doctor Sophie, this is Jason. I have a kind of an observation on today's topic about bullying and the the plastic surgery. I think what's important um, to the the victim here is not necessarily the plastic surgery itself and the relative merits of plastic surgery, but the fact that other people, outsiders, people that the the victim doesn't even know, have stepped up and basically said, what happened to you was terribly wrong and we're going to try to help in a way that we see is appropriate. To me, getting other folks to basically embrace the the person who was bullied, is is a big positive. I don't know how that might have been received by this particular victim, but it just shows that as a society, as a community, that we're not going to stand for this kind of behavior, and we're going to do what we can to help the victims beyond just saying that this should not take place but actually raise money or donate services or the like. And perhaps you want to comment on that, the the role of society in rooting out Bullies and helping the victims. Thank you.
0: That was an interesting voicemail from Jason, and it's an interesting take. I I respect all. It's an issue, though. Of yes, we're sending a message that we don't want to be bullied or we don't want to be made fun of. But again, I think we need to go back and see: is this truly bullying? And if it was and is, then are there ways to do it and deal with it in a in a more comprehensive way, deeper fix, deeper work. Yes, the plastic surgery made her feel good. She looks better. But like our other caller earlier said, but is that only going to give her another problem and another focus for kids to make fun of? Because making fun of each other is sometimes what kids do. That's what has to be handled, that actual behavior and actually what is going on inside of the child that's being made fun of and giving them the tools to be able to navigate through that and not be imploding from that. So, yeah, I get it. I, I understand what Jason's saying. And no, we don't want to tolerate bullying and no we don't want our children hurt. And no, we, we don't want to not empower them to show that they can stand up. But let's make the distinction between what is bullying, what is not bullying, what is actual adolescent acceptable behaviors between kids, and what is the message we're sending with not doing the deeper work for any deeper fix. So interesting stuff. One eight five five Sophie now or one eight five five seven six seven, we're talking bullying. All right, let's do another voicemail.
2: Hi, Doctor Sophie. This is Johnny from uh, Century City. Uh, when I first heard this story, it kind of upset me, and it was disappointing that this poor young girl was um, felt that it was okay to to change her appearance as opposed to trying to build her self esteem uh, without changing the way she looked. But I'm having a tough time because I I also think that the most important thing is that she feels okay with herself and if this surgery has helped with her self-esteem, I mean isn't that the best the best thing we could hope for? Thanks.
0: Interesting voicemail and yes of course we would want the most appropriate and positive outcome for her and that's what the plastic surgery did but the issue is and this is just a question that I pose, I mean What would her life be like if she really learned to handle this stuff, live with that facial stuff, the ears, whatever? Because if you look at her picture, it's really she's a beautiful girl before and obviously more beautiful after, but significantly different. And I think as a young girl, she looks like a young girl. But imagine what would have happened and and how embellished and deep her life would be if she didn't have this surgery and she actually fell in love with somebody or felt appreciated and beautiful for who she was which is really the message that we want to send anybody or especially our children and i know it's hard to watch a child go through these kinds of things especially for a parent but you got to calm down you got to take a deep breath you got to really make the distinction between what is real true bullying and what is really adolescent behavior that may be aggressive and out of control and there is a difference by the way and then, really empowering your child with a message that they have the tools or they can get the tools internally to navigate this episode and the fourteen million that are going to come for the rest of us all through our life, and the deep value that will come if we get through this and one of those big values for this girl or any one of us would have, would be to really feel valued for who you are, no matter what you look like from the inside out and and that 's the, the the message the internal beauty is really what should be looked at when you're navigating through these kinds of things. And that's what I'm hoping. She got the mental health treatment to be able to access the inner tools for herself to feel that inner beauty so that that comes out. It's not just the outside beauty that she got. Again, deeper fix for the deeper work. We're talking bullying at 1-855-SOPHIE-NOW. You know, oftentimes I get asked by parents, what do I do if a child or a teen is bullying, who I know is bullying other people? and and even teenagers ask me that like you know my buddy bullies uh some of our friends or some kids on the on the playground or in the basketball court or at uh class or whatever and and I don't know what to do because I don't really want to jump into it I also don't want to become the new target so what do I do and I think the biggest thing is that you got to understand that a lot of kids will do a lot of things that are indicative of what's going on inside of them emotionally or what's going on inside of their home, which then impacts what's going on inside of them. So that's the one thing you got to know that somebody who's really doing the bullying and remember, bullying is a power differential or imbalance between two people and two kids, two adolescents, whatever. And they're trying to exert their pain and anger and they're, they're pushing around because they're angry because either they're getting pushed around at home or somewhere else in their life or that's just the way they're handled and they don't like it and they don't know how to communicate feelings. So that's their inappropriate, unsafe way to deal with their feelings. So what you need to do is if you see your buddy doing that kind of stuff and you're comfortable, you definitely have to make sure that adults know about it, but also you can have a dialogue with your buddy and kind of say, hey, what's going on inside of you? You've got to talk about your feelings instead of act them out and stop pushing down on people. So if you're comfortable, that's what I tell teens to do, but definitely you've got to tell an adult because they have to know so that situations remain safe. So. We're talking bullying at 1-855-SOPHIE-NOW or 1-855-767-4966. We're also talking about the difference between bullying, age-appropriate kind of kid stuff, making fun of for physical features or being obese or whatever. None of it is cool. It's all really hard to watch. It's hard to see your child in it or watch somebody doing it to somebody. But there is a difference between the actual bullying and the actual responses and what is actual behavior That's age-appropriate. All right, let's go to the phones. We have Daisy. Hello. Daisy. Hi, how are you? Dr. Sophie here. We're talking about this article, a 14-year-old girl who ended up having plastic surgery because she was being made fun of, which is what they're calling bullying, because of ears and nose and facial things that she just didn't like about herself. And so mom reached out to a nonprofit, I think, that... Offers plastic surgery to kids with deformities, and they redid her face at forty thousand dollars for free, and now she feels, I guess, better. What do you think?
4: Well, my daughter happened to read this article, and she's thirteen, and um, she's been not well. You can say bullied or made fun of because she has certain hair and certain skin, and so her approach was, well, if she can do this and change herself, and why, then why can't I? Because that's the solution, right? Yeah, she reads it. So, how do you explain to a 13-year-old girl who has looks different, and you know we all go through odd stages during our teens that you don't need to change yourself, and that's not the answer, um, despite what this mother and daughter duo did.
0: Well, that's a good question. But I want to ask you a question: How would you feel? What would you do if you overheard or found out that your daughter was being made fun of for the things that you just mentioned?
4: Well, there's part of me that does want to change it for her, especially the subtle ones, but then the other part of me wants to teach her that you don't allow that to break you, that it's not about that.
0: Okay, so what so would you I'm do? I guess I'm conflicted. Okay, so, no, I, I mean, I agree with the, your response that you would, of course, any parent would want to take their child out of pain and do the quick fix. But um, what would you tell her, though?
4: I've told her that we all go through these stages and that you need to be strong and there are insecurities that are playing out on you and you know, you kind of turn the other way, it's easier said than done. I don't know how long that'll last, though.
0: Well, but but the point you're making is that you work with her, you give her tools, see if they work, and then do you ever think about reaching out to a mental health professional or somebody to get some deeper understandings and tools? I mean, is Um, that something you would think about?
4: Yeah, yeah, I would consider that.
0: Okay, so I mean, but you wouldn't run to plastic surgery or really want to take the pain away in that huge of a way?
4: No, absolutely not.
0: Because why?
4: Giving her the wrong message. Which is? Which is a, you don't allow people to dictate how you look and change that for other people right um and that she needs to have that self confidence and that self worth despite who she runs into in life that's gonna make fun of her
0: or not be comfortable yeah, with or her or whatever be it is right
4: exactly yeah. the bigger picture
0: right because on. i i that's my message, I think you know deeper fix deeper work right and yeah, the plastic surgery might help, and that's great, but I'm hoping she got connected, this 14-year-old, to the mental health treatment she needs so that she has the tools, because, as we all know, she's going to run into something else later on.
4: Absolutely. And so I guess where my question lies with you is, do you do you make those subtle, do you help her make those subtle changes to make her confidence boost a little, because they are odd, you know?
0: Well, I mean, if she's really that uncomfortable with them, I would kind of try working with her as much as you can with the be tough, be strong, do this, do that, whatever, all that, those kinds of tools before you do fixes. And right. then maybe as she gets older, maybe in the next month, six months, whatever, because kids change fast. Right. They're not really getting themselves any better, but you can then use the reason to fix them because you're transitioning into young woman adolescence, right. or then it's, it's labeled and geared and, and motivated for a different reason. Exactly. And she doesn't feel like, ah, this is the fix for that. Exactly. It's really just doing things exactly. as I evolve as a woman. Exactly. So, okay. Great. Sounds great. Thank, Thank you, for you so calling. much.
4: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Bye bye. An interesting call about a mom who has a 13 year old daughter who read this and said, Well, why can't I get the quick fix and, and really feel better about my hair and my skin? And I think this mom is, is doing the right thing, talking with her daughter trying to give her the tools, the understanding that this is just part of life and you got to learn how to navigate it. And I think that's the key. we got to give our kids the tools to navigate these things. We also, as parents, need to be able to decide and make the difference and the definition between what is really true bullying, what is just the kinds of stuff that go on with our children, where kids make fun of each other as they find out who they are and they define themselves and they build their self-esteem and they move forward in life. And some of that is just part of life that we have to give our kids the abilities to navigate. I'd like to wrap up today with a little bit of uh, tips for you guys for us to be able to understand what we do if we think our child is being bullied and really being able to identify what is bullying versus what is appropriate behavior. But nonetheless, if your child is coming home and you think that they're at risk of being bullied or they are being bullied, they're not going to necessarily tell you, so know that once and for all. So I really want you to take a look at your child and know that something may change in your child. That's a definite if they're being bullied or they're in a situation. And that's one of the things you can learn from that article that we posted today, that she, this young girl was experiencing some life difficulties. And she wasn't feeling good about herself. And she was getting the emotional responses to feeling bad about yourself or questioning yourself. So that's what you want to look at for your child. They may not come home and say, hey, somebody's making fun of me or somebody's bullying me. They may just start to seem sullen or withdrawn or not doing as well in school. Or if it's really to a a point that's extreme, they may not be sleeping as well, or they may be irritable or changing their friends or and, and not to ones that you're necessarily comfortable with. So that's the kind of thing you're going to be looking out for so that you can then sit down and talk to your child. And that's the first tip I want you to leave with uh, the awareness that something's going on with your child and sitting them down and helping them see the, situ- the problem, define the situation for them. So that they realize that even though they weren't aware of it or they were trying to deny it, you see it, you're jumping in and you're bringing the awareness to it. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is teach them how to navigate those situations before you jump in and call the school or go after the kid or call the other parents. Really assess it. Take a deep breath and assess it and see if your child really is in danger or if there are ways and tools and 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 mechanisms you can give your child to navigate these situations and let him him or her come home and talk about them with your child, and that's a really great place that you can connect with your child, but also an emotionally safe place for your child to come home and tell you, well, this worked, but that didn't work, or that he still or she still made fun of me or humiliated me, or I felt really sad and angry, whatever it is, so that then you can go back and kind of tweak those tools or, or see if there's something else that you need to do. And then teaching your child after they navigate and that they know how to look at the situation and enter it in a different way and maybe not look or feel weak or unpowerful while the powerful one is on top of them. Maybe they enter powerful. Maybe they enter with a different look on their face or maybe they seem more assertive. But those are the things you want your child to go, navigate, do them, practice them, come home and give you some feedback. And then at the end of the day, the third tip is, As a parent, and you've taken your deep breath, you've given your kids the tools, you've taught them kind of the awareness that there is a problem, even if they're not telling you, then you reach out for help. And the place to go is whoever is in charge of that institution or that situation where you're at. So whether it's at school, you go to the principal. If it's at the after school program at the Y, you go to the director. But you go to those people and you let them handle it the way that they typically would handle it through their policies and their procedures. Many parents want to go right for that parent of the other kid, or they want to go into it themselves because they're upset. Yeah, I get it. You're all upset. I'm upset. Nobody wants to see their child being made fun of or humiliated or bullied. But you've got to go through the right protocol at least to start to see if you're going to get the response so that you know what the next step is. So please be aware. Don't let your children be made fun of. Don't let them be bullied. But at the end of the day, you've got to stay calm, unhook, take a look before you jump. And today we talked about bullying versus adolescent behaviors, and is it really okay? to just get the outside fix and not give your child the inside fix. A deeper fix calls for deeper work. And I think we all got to be aware of the fact that mental health plays a role in all of these situations. And we have to empower our children and ourselves to the awareness that that has to be part of the fix. So one 855 sophie 1-855-767. I'm always here for you guys. I want to talk to you. I want to hear your your voicemails, your emails. We're talking anything you want to talk about. But today we talked about bullying versus adolescent behavior you can always find me at www.drsophie.com again my book side by side the conflict-free mother-daughter book who doesn't need that every caller gets a free copy you can get it on Amazon and it is there for the taking and always follow me on Twitter and Facebook for any updates or any places that I'm going to pop up and visit iTunes to download the full version of Andy Grammar's keep your head up and most importantly don't forget to sweep.
1: But you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. You gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey. I know it's hard.